Hey, namhlanje lwesihlanu. Barika Jeko kulabuhlanu and Fandages Friday indeed today is Friday. So, I'm just going to give you a line or two in a song. Hongiti woza woza Friday my darling. Woza Friday msebenzi ubhokile. Woza woza Friday my sweetie. Where were you? Uvarvas J. Do you know that one? Chuluga baba Johnny Clegg and Sipomtunu way back in the day and I'm just excited that it is a Friday and you know as well that you also love it when it's a Friday because it means one thing and one thing only. It is the latest episode of Sports Life with a PBK podcast and now we're talking Bafana Bafana as they kick off their 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers and this is going to be making them a part of 31 countries who are seeking to join host nation Qatar in the greatest sporting single sporting spectacle and this is going to be held in Qatar next year, 2022. So for South Africa, the journey to secure a spot in Qatar begins with the game against Zimbabwe today and this is going to be at the national Sports Stadium and the Group G opening match will see the neighbors uh, crossing swords for the 14th time. Now, my Times Life colleague and brother Mahlatsim Patlele joins me to discuss this as well as the clash against Ghana that's going to be coming up on Monday. Hello, my name is Trump Okekana. I'm Billy Sundance Captain. You're listening to Sports Life with BBK, my brother from another man, the Dagwat. <laughs> Thank you for gracing us with your esteemed presence, Madala. Good morning, Madala. I, I, before I start, I just want to say that uh, with that Juluga song, we have just exposed your age. Indeed, Matala, <laughs> you just only have to look at my beard and you see the salt and pepper and you'll tell that I've got some mileage. Um, I saw you dancing as I was singing, so that was very good. It shows yeah. your spirits are very good high song. as well as we start this conversation now. I look at the facts, I look at the numbers, Matlati, and I see that there's really nothing to separate these neighbors of the Council of Southern African Football Association region, that is Kosafa. Six wins for Zimbabwe, six uh, for Mzansi. So it means that not much to separate the two. No, it's true. Uh, not much to separate the two. But, uh, you know, when you go in an important uh, World Cup qualifier like this, normally, uh, you know, past uh, records and past results are thrown out of the window. What is going to be important is going to be uh, who had the nice breakfast uh, 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 this morning, who goes into that match having prepared properly. Who goes into this match, uh, you know, with the spirit good in the camp? Uh, obviously, we wouldn't know much about what is happening in the Zimbabwe camp, but we will know uh, sort of uh, what is happening here. Uh, judging uh, from a distance with what has been happening in our camp, it looks like uh, Coach Hugo Bruce, uh, you know, is in control of the camp. It looks like the boys are in good spirits, but you know, the withdrawal of a uh, there has not been too many disruptions. Uh, they should be in a good space to go out there and compete and possibly get the three points away from home. That's what we are looking for indeed, Mathati. But you've raised the name of Hugo Bruce. Now, he was appointed a few months ago. Bafana Bafana went on to play a games in the Kosafa Cup, which they went on to win indeed. And... Uh, 
a new squad, very fresh squad, if you want to add that as well. But today will be the very first time that the Belgian Bruce is going to be sitting on the bench for Bafana Bafana. It's very significant because he's taking charge in a time where we're starting a journey that we all hope is going to hopefully end with our name being amongst the teams that are going to go into the pot. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what kind of team is going to, is going to put up. Uh, I'm interested to see what system is going to go for. Uh, I'm interested to see you know how he behaves on the bench because that can also play a role uh, but obviously going back to your test on Kosafa, um you, you test on that uh, friendly match against uganda it was good that uh, you know he was not involved in those matches for him to sit back and watch from a distance uh, you know i see like a players like abu um vilimu Duruk, mobi and jabulon ethan brooks and and, and some uh, you know were picked from those matches which means that he looked in those matches to say, I'm doing my scouting here because I'm new in this league, I'm new in this country, and I want to see what they'll do. So this is an opportunity uh, for him to put the best possible squad, having worked with the players for the for, you know for the rest of this week. And uh, I'm interested to see how, what kind of a team is going to put. Uh, you know, obviously the goalkeeper will definitely be, be the captain, but the rest of the team we can all be guessing here, you know, to see you know, what is he gonna put out there. But uh, you know, he said himself before they left for Zimbabwe that uh, you know they are not 100 percent but he's hoping that uh, with the you know one or two sessions they're going to have uh, when they arrive in Zimbabwe they will be ready for Friday's match and uh, you know let's see what happens there what I like about him as I continue this conversation with my colleague and brother Matlatsim Patlele from Times Live and uh, noticing the behavior of Hugo Bruce one thing that jumps out for me is that he is a man who does not mince his words. What is your impression of him thus far, Matlatsi, based on the interviews that he has done? Um, you know, obviously, you know, we, we, we have known him from uh, his days while he was uh, with Cameroon. Um, I remember, you know, in the build-up to the Cup of Nations that they won, uh, there were issues with some of the senior players didn't want to pitch up and, you know, all those kinds of things. Uh, you know, there was sort of an upheaval behind the scenes in terms of what squad was he going to pick? And he was very strong to say, if the senior players don't want to come here, I'm going with a, you know, a younger team in, in inverted commas. And they were there with a team of, a, you know, which was made of, of, of largely of players who were playing at home and some who were playing in Europe, but they were not superstars in Europe. And they won this thing. So he comes here with that experience. You can just see with a team that is picked to go to, uh, uh, to start this, this uh, qualifiers in Zimbabwe. It's not a team that you, you know you ordinarily would have expected. I mean, some of the guys who have been part of the Bafana Bafana squad for, for the last while are not here. This is a new dawn. Uh, you know, we know that the other new dawn didn't go so well. But yeah, I, that, uh, I was going to warn you to say maybe the new dawn is not the phrase to use because we've seen what has happened on the political spectrum with that. But Matlati, I, I think also when you talk about some of the guys that you would expected to be in Bafana Bafana, his decision in being bold, in not including them as he starts this journey, tells you that he also appreciates that he doesn't suffer fools gladly because you can name the names of the people who've been there over a period of, uh, what, five, six, seven years, and you look at the results table in terms of what the team has been able to achieve, and it has been zilch. Yeah, no, it's true. And I mean, the other thing here when you look at BBK is that, uh, uh, you know, if we are saying that we are planning for the 2026 World Cup in the US, uh, how old will uh, Tamazoni be then? You know, he'll be approaching 40 already. Uh, how old will uh, uh, the former captain be then? 
you know, he will also be approaching 40. So we have to start with these, you know, so-called younger guys, Abu Evidence Makopa, Abu Ethan Brooks, uh, Abu Yusuf Martin, Jabulu Blom. These are, the, these are the younger guys. And it's important that they must play now. Obviously, they are late in terms of international football, but it's important that we must fast track them so that if we are lucky enough to qualify for the 2026 World Cup, they would have played a World Cup qualifier, this one, they would have played two Afghan qualifiers. That's a lot of experience, which you don't want to waste on a on a on a on a Tyson, for example. You know, so this is the team that I think you know he has picked pretty much. Uh, you know, a good balance of experience and youth, and we have to beg these kids and make sure that they, you know, they, they, they at least try and qualify for the 2020, 2026 World Cup. And you will find Matlatsi people complaining, complaining about the fact that, ah, so-and-so is inexperienced, uh, so-and-so has never played at this level and all that, and I've always argued when it comes to that, that you must show me a shop that sells experience so that I can go buy so-and-so 25 years experience because the only way for anyone to be able to have experience is to be given a chance in order to be able to accumulate that experience, right? BBK, uh, you know, during the off-season, we were watching the Euro Championships. Um, I mean, I was staggered to see 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds playing there at the highest level for some of the top national teams in the world. They are young. Why are they there? because they were given a chance to play. So let these kids play. I don't mind, and I think it will be the feeling of a lot of South Africans. I don't mind if Bafana Bafana are losing, but are losing with young players. I, I get very, very angry when we lose with these so-called experienced players who are not helping us. We have to give, uh, you know, Tebogamukwana a lot of matches. We have to give Makopa gift leads, you know, uh, Rashid Rook, uh, Ronan Williams. They must play as many matches as possible so that if we find ourselves you know, at some stage, at the you know, at an Afghan semi-final against uh, against uh, Ghana, they can go there, stand them, stand against Ghana, and actually beat Ghana. If we find ourselves at the World Cup uh, knockout stage match, we can stand toe to toe with England, with France, with Spain, with whoever we come across. But that can only happen if these guys are playing, and this is the beginning of giving these kids a chance to play as much international football as possible. It's the only way to go forward. This is a chance to give these kids a chance to play international football as much as possible, says my colleague Mathats Mpatele. And uh, just to add to that, you said you were excited to see 19-year-olds playing in the Euro 2020. You can even reverse back and go to a certain World Cup where a young French boy at age 19, his name is Kylian Mbappe, and he's got a gold medal in the World Cup. So indeed, we cannot be continuing to beat about the push about this one. We have to let the children play and leave them to get the experience that we so much want to hop on about. Now, Matlatsi, it certainly goes without saying. It goes without saying that Bafana Bafana must get their campaign on the road to Qatar off to a good start. But the Warriors will be no pushovers in their backyard. No, definitely. Um, you know, experience will tell you that uh, in these four in these four team groups, uh, you win your home games, <laughs> you at least yes. draw away from home. Uh, yeah. Know, if you're playing against uh, maybe a weaker team, you beat them away, you beat them at home, you've got six points. Yes. Um, you know what? <laughs> you just sounded like Coach Pizzo Musimane there. <laughs> Yeah, win well, your yeah. home games. You <laughs> win your home games. Whether it's AFCON or World Cup qualifiers or CAF Champions League at club level, you get to get points from your home games. If you win all your home games, you've got nine points. Uh, if you get uh, two draws, you've got uh, what? Uh, nine, ten. You've got 11. 
uh, you're almost guaranteed yes. to progress. So uh, I'm most sure, definitely, I'm sure Hugo Bruce knows that. We don't need to lecture him on uh, on what is obvious. Uh, but this is what but then he's starting this game. He's starting this game away, Matlatsi. and um, I'm sure you will recall that uh, the national stadium in Zimbabwe. Hold some bad memories uh, for South Africa. Um, you said I'm old because of the Chuluga song, and I will tell you history now. In 2000, year 2000, it was a World Cup qualifier at that stadium, and it had to be abandoned. And this was, I think, eight minutes, if I remember well, uh, from full time after Tedron Parkley has scored his second goal to complete his brace, and then violence erupted at the stadium. I am challenging Ronald Williams and his men to go out there and take that monkey off their back. Uh, let's mm-hmm. try and beat the Zimbabwe there. I, I, you, you said it earlier on that they, they are not going to be pushovers. Uh, you know, we know each other very well. Uh, a significant uh, number of the Zimbabwean players in that team are playing here. It'll pretty much yes. look like a PSL match. You know, uh, let them go toe to toe. Uh, let them give us a good game. But from our side, um, you know, mm. we really have to start well. Uh, a draw, I'll be happy. A win is a bonus. Like we're saying, you know, we have to start very well because if you start, if you lose uh, your first match, uh, some of the players will start having self-doubt, uh, you know, the fans will yes. start uh, asking questions. And you must remember after this, who we are playing against. So if you have two uh, defeats in a short space of time, in, a, in the beginning of a qualifier, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult indeed. But uh, how much of an effect, Matlati, in terms of both squads, when you look at the fact that We've just kicked off the PSL season. Other leagues have also just kicked off. Players have not really caught a lot of mileage uh, in their feet. How much of that is going to be a factor in this game? Well, I mean, for our players, most of our players, or most of the players who are on this team, I think they've played, uh, you know, uh, four matches. Um, it's not, uh, it's not a lot uh, in terms of match fitness, but uh, you know, some of the some of the players who are coming from teams. That are sort of maybe more organized in terms of their playing, you would find them that uh, you know their fitness levels is correct because uh, you know they were loaded correctly uh, during the pre during the preseason. Uh, you know, having played two three matches, it's not too bad in terms of match fitness. And I guess maybe the coach the coach would have known uh, you know how does he prepare them uh, during the during the training sessions to make sure that uh, you know they make up for that sort of lack of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of of match fitness. Uh, the same would go to to Zimbabwe. Uh, you know, most of the players yes. in the same situation as us. So it will be the same for everybody. Uh, the issue here is just that how do you go out there and manage the match situation when you're on the field, you know, seeing what is in front of you. So that will play a role. Uh, it will be more on which players or which team sort of manage the situation of the fact that they have not played enough matches going into, 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 into this one. Most definitely. This is your favorite spo- a podcast with myself, uh, Barring Batu Korjas. It's called Sport Live with PBK. And I've got uh, the veteran, the man with the chiscope. And his name is Matlatse Mpatlele. He's my brother and colleague right here at uh, Times Live Sunday Time Stream. Commentary streamed live and exclusive to you for as little as three rand a day. Go to sportsradio.co.za, show support for your favourite team, match of the day, or any game you'd like to follow. Plus up to two hours of great sports audio a day. Sports Radio, home of the English Premier League live commentary. Decency supply.
I have to tell you a story, a little bit of a story about Matlatse and his encounters with a certain iron lady of South African soccer. Her name is Anastasia Chiklas. Whenever Matlatse rubs it up the wrong way, Nastasia will call me and say, PB, PB, where's Maslati? I'm like, ah, Natasha, but you should be calling him on his cell phone. He's not answering. He's not answering. And there will be a press conference at Sundowns. We'll all hop into a car and we go there. And before Natasha starts saying anything about whatever we've been called before, she will weave her finger like, she will be waving a finger in the same way that a PW Porter would. And she goes, Maslati! Maslati! And you know, you know that she's piped out and she's let off the steam and everything goes back to normal. Now, Matati, let us look at the fact that there is no rest for the weekend, they say. And most definitely, there will be little time for Bafana Bafana to recover after the Zimbabwe game because most definitely... Next up will be the Black Stars of Ghana, and that game is taking place right here at home on Monday. Yeah, um, you, know, you know, behind the scenes, um, the, 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 the fitness trainers um, and the, the coach, um, they will have to make sure that, uh, you know, these boys get this match today, uh, get over and done with. I'm expecting that they should be back in the country, maybe, uh, you know, later tonight or even tomorrow, first thing tomorrow morning, uh, for them to rest. Uh, on Saturday, and then they're back it again on Sunday. Um, uh, it's back to back. Um, you know, most of the players who have been in the national team, they know that when you play this, uh, you know, Afghan and, and, and the World Cup qualifiers, I mean, they are back to back. So you have to play a match and then recover and immediately get back on a training field and prepare for the next match. Um, it will be important if we get something out of this match so that the spirit and the belief in the players is there when we are going to play against Ghana. Because Ghana, uh, you know, gives us a different threat of a team that is a little bit stronger, of a team that has got more experienced players. And uh, if we don't get the good results today, if the players drop in terms of confidence, when we go to Ghana, we may have serious problems. And you talk about Ghana, you'll recall that in the AFCON qualifiers for which we failed to qualify for Cameroon, we did have Ghana in our group there as well. And they beat us in the very opening match of that campaign. And then when they came here for the return leg, we actually played to a one all throw. But what I want to mention about that game is the fact that so many of their stars, their number one players that would have been part of the first 11 without even blinking an eye were not there, but we still struggled to beat them with what you will call their second string side. How much has Ghana been affected by the fact that a lot of European teams have refused to release players because of this uh, coronavirus pandemic and they've actually said if this person leaves and they're going to have to come back and quarantine and also especially in the EPL based on the fact that a lot of countries have been put on the red zone. So how much has Ghana's strength been affected by that? Yeah, I think it's not only something which is affecting Ghana. I mean, even with uh, Zimbabwe today, um, you know, some of the, the, the top players who are playing in the in the APL are not going to be there. Um, is, a, is, is a problem that is going to affect a lot of uh, uh, you know teams on the continent. Uh, you know this weekend because uh, they are I mean the clubs refuse to release players. Uh, it's a challenge. Uh, you know Ghana. You know their league is not that strong, but you know you you you, you always expect that whichever players they put up there who are locally based. Uh, they always turn up and, and, and compete. Uh, you know, we, we like you say, in the last match we played them here, uh, it was a draw. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, we can actually go out there and turn 
beat them. But yes, so their, their strength, their, their, their top uh, international stars will not be here because of uh, this issue with coronavirus and the EPL refusing the, the, the EPL clubs refusing their players to travel. Um, you know, we will obviously we can only really see <laughs> when they are on the field there uh, and when they are competing. How is it going to turn out? But the fact that some of the senior players are not going to be here, it may well work in our favor. It has to work in our favor, Matlatsi, because like I say, you say you'll be happy with the throw. I want nothing, nothing less than three points because that is going to give the boys oomph. It's going to give them a spring on their step. And most importantly also, it will be part of this continuation of what turned out to be a successful Kosafa Cup, building their character, as you say. You say they are younger and we have to qualify the fact that in South Africa, when you say younger, we even expect talking about 24 and all of that. But be that as it may, I think that it is crucial, mentioning all the factors that you've mentioned, that it must give them serious confidence to say we are going for the kill, we are going to grab this game by the scruff of their necks and make sure Guti, by the time we go play Ghana, we are nice and strong. But now, I look at the facts, I look at the figures again, I look at the numbers, Matlatsi, head-to-head between South Africa's Bafana Bafana as well as Ghana's Black Stars. 14 matches in total. Bafana, they won four. And Ghana, they won the same number of games. And also the spoils were shared in six games. So two games against a Southern African team and a West African team. And really none of them, these three teams, have really dominated. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. You're right, baby. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always going to, also going to challenge the players because they are going into these two matches which are coming in a, you know, within a short space of each other. Different styles. Uh, you know, how do you play against, uh, you know, a Zimbabwe, which comes with a different style, and then immediately you switch off, you go and play against Ghana, who comes with different, the Ghana are more physical, uh, you know, they, they are more imposing, while Zimbabwe, they are more like us, their guys like to put the ball on the ground and play, you know, so so those kinds of things need to be taken into, in, in, into, into consideration, and also with Ghana, we are traveling, we are playing away from home, uh, I had the coach speaking yesterday that uh, he was pleasantly surprised by the by the pitch there. Apparently, the pitch is very beautiful. Uh, so that will allow our guys to play the style of football they like. Here in South Africa against the uh, uh, Ghana, that issue of the pitch won't be a problem. Also, so it will be us, our players, you know, trying to also you know uh, uh, impose themselves by playing their normal game, where they will calm down and uh, you know pass the ball around and try and get the better of these big guys from uh, from Ghana. So it's two contrasting in, uh, 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 challenges we're facing here. And it's about how our guys are going to sort of plan and impose ourselves in, in, into these matches. But going back to the issue of discussed earlier on, of course, not much separates us and Ghana. Uh, I want them to be brave. I want them to be bold and say we're playing at home here. Let's beat Ghana and get the three points. Why not? And if we, we go into that game having gotten something out of Zimbabwe, if it's three points, we've got six points after uh, two opening matches of the qualifiers, then you know our chances of qualifying for the, for, for, for the World Cup are there. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen going forward because we still have to travel to, to, to Ghana, which is always difficult. But a good start here is going to be of significant importance. You know what, Matlatsi? Can I tell you why they need to be brave? Yes. Do you want me to tell you why they need to be bold? Yes. Because they must put us out of our shame now as a nation. Because Bafana Bafana have only qualified for the World Cup twice. 
back in 1998 in France as well as 2002 in South Korea and Japan. I've covered both those tournaments, but the fact of the matter here now is that no matter how hot it is in Qatar, I would like to take my proudly shiny black skin there and make sure that I watch my national team and not be twiddling my thumbs here at home. We haven't been to the World Cup because 2010 doesn't count. We did not have to qualify. And there was also an embarrassment that was delivered by the team then because we earned the dubious distinction of becoming the first host nation to be knocked out in the first round. So we need to make sure that this time around as we start, we banish all the painful memories with an emphatic victory, hopefully a double victory over Zimbabwe and Ghana, so that by the time we prepare for the next round of qualifiers, we will be in a good state. And the players will have played a lot more games in terms of the season and wherever they are playing in other countries as well. It is important for them not just to be brave, not just to be bold, but to ease the pain that they've subjected us as a nation in all this time. Don't you agree? No, I agree, uh, Bibi, and I, you know, I just want to take you back to, 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 to the Olympic Games. Um, you see, when you go to a big tournament like the Olympic Games football, and you go there with players who are not ready, um, you get exposed. Um, our boys were, were, were horribly exposed there. Uh, I was looking at that team, I remember watching every evidence. Marco is 21 years old. He was playing in his first major tournament at the, at the age of 21. That boy from Japan who beat us, who scored against us there, he's a player for Real Madrid. And he's younger, you know. So, so, so it goes back to the issue of we, we have not qualified for, 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 for World Cups in a very long time. This country has been, uh, been the laughing stock of the continent in the, when it comes to football. It's correct what you are saying that the, it is time that we have, to, we have to put up a strong qualification campaign and qualify for Qatar. Go there, not just to add numbers, because that's what we do all the time. It is going to, it's not going to be enough just to qualify, unfortunately. Because for me, a Sadafana Bafana team has to try and qualify for each and every single competition that they, they try to qualify for. But we need to have a strong team that can go to Qatar, get out of the group, get out of the group. And we can only do that if these guys who have been picked up now and some who will come uh, out of nowhere along the way have played enough international football. We can only do that if we keep on sending players overseas. I am not saying our league is not good enough, but players must go overseas. Players must go be exposed to, to, to different competition. It's the only way that we can really have a strong team that we can be confident when they go out there and do well. I mean, it's a shame that Bafana Bafana goes to AFCON. And really, just to add numbers, it's completely unacceptable. Yeah. You cannot have that anymore. The joke is that when Bafana Bafana lands at an AFCON tournament, the pilot must never switch off the engine. They must keep it running because chances are that after three games, they will be back at the airport and uh, heading back to the southern tip of the African continent, this place we call home, which is South Africa, which is Mzansi. Just two points quickly, Matlati, on also on what you've said. I think that it is also crucial for us to remember that it is important to get out of the group, but this is going to be such a grueling campaign that after you had finished top of your group, 
you still go to another round of qualification where you'll play home and away. That will be 10 teams that are going to actually eliminate each other to make sure that we get five teams that are going to fly the African flag uh, at, in Qatar. I mean, talking about jokes, uh, people who were joking that <laughs> if we didn't qualify <laughs> in AFCON where two teams qualified in a group, what chance do you have mm. <laughs> in qualifying? Yeah. It's so difficult to qualify now. For sure. Even if we finish second in our group, we still have to go through to an uh, eliminator, you know. But now, if we finish second in the group, uh, <laughs> you go to the eliminator, more likely, and 90% more likely, the teams that will be in that eliminator are going to be some of the toughest teams on the continent. You must have had a good campaign. You must have where the players, you know, have got belief in themselves. That even if we are drawn against uh, Nigeria, even if we are drawn against Senegal, whoever, Egypt, we can go there and beat them. So it's going to be very, very difficult. Uh, it's a long haul. And, uh, you know, let's hope that these boys will gain a, will gain a confidence as they go along. They will play good, for, uh, good football along the way. And also, it's extremely important that the coach and his technical team get all the support from SAFA. There are times when we hear stories that uh, you know, the SAFA could not uh, charter flights, cannot do all those kinds of things. Traveling is difficult because uh, there's no planning. The office also, people there, they must make sure they plan properly. Because if you are going to go on a big mission like this, everybody must be on the same page. The players must come on board. The coaches must come on board. The medical, the people are working. Each and every single person. When the coach wants the charter, it must be uh, ready tomorrow morning. Because... These guys are going out on war. This is a serious issue. If the office is not supporting the players, the coach, I can tell you now, we're not going to make it. As the football controlling body in the country, we have long had hopes that SAFA are going to change and stop being the South African Fumblers Association and really do what they have to do to take football forward in the country. And also, I think you've covered it very well in conclusion. Because for the team to be able to perform, the mother body must create conditions that are conducive for them to perform to their optimum. Matlatsim Patlele, my brother and colleague here at Times Live and Sunday Times, thank you very much for availing yourself and sharing your wisdom on this platform, Spot Live with PBK. Please don't forget to go through our website, Times Live Digital, and you will see that we've got articles coming through, depends of Tiseto Malepa, Matlatsim Patlele, you will find that there is offense around them, Ninawan Tloko, as well as uh, David Isaacson, who's got himself a nice long leave because he's been with this company for donkey's years and uh, he's been rewarded for that excellence. And there's also Liam Delcam, there's also Sazi Hatebe, there's myself, Barring Batu Korchas. Please do not forget to catch the Sunday Times and make sure that you get the stories from the pens of these esteemed colleagues of mine. I have just mentioned, and yeah, that column, PBK Unplugged. It is back. You really want to find out what is rattling in my brain. And I can only tell you one thing. It is yellow. It is Brazilian. It is Lorcop. Catch more on that. And fantastic for you to join us. And make sure that you tell your friends about it. Spot Live with PBK, your favorite podcast on a Friday. Page, let's go home. Let's go.
Hey, hey, and happy Friday. You're listening to Producer Page. If you love Sports Live with BBK and don't want to miss a single episode, subscribe for free episodes on Iono FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to get your favorite podcasts. Keep an eye out on the Times Live and Sunday Times sports sections for latest episodes every Friday.